had a podcast probably about Home Alone. Yeah, it's like really, a full podcast. We could have done. A we seriously could have talked about this movie once a week for years. Today <laughs> we're talking about the costumes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Colin, you almost ready? Yeah, fire it up. I already did, babe. Oh yeah. So we're back. I think we're like in the sort of air travel slash landing portion of, of the movie, right? Yes. Welcome back to Family <laughs> Reunion, talking Home Alone. We left you at probably like not where we're like still in Act One. Of it's Home so Alone. we are oh, yeah. barely into this movie. It's we talked about it for a full hour. Becky had to talk to us off mic and tell us we cannot talk so in depth about this. I said, thing. shut up, you please, ha- your mouth. Please, can shut we, we need to move through this slightly quicker than I just love it so much. Twenty minutes on each. So we're gonna be talking line. fast and furious. I'm literally talking about regional. So much it's to say. So much to say. But I think Brian's right. We're at the point in the hero's journey oh. where air travel and landings happen. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. This is the kind of content we want to keep in. Yeah. Let me say this. It is uh, one of the great American movies, a great Christmas movie, a very bizarre movie, and one that we all kind of are completely obsessed with. A hundred percent. And so are all of you. And yeah. that's why this is happening right now. And yeah. uh, the reason I asked whether we're at the flight and landing part is that I'm about to dive headfirst into what I see as the biggest plot hole in this movie. Oh, yeah. snap. I'm wow. looking over at your notes and all I see is the word bullshit. In capital letters. Oh, boy. Yes. Okay, go into it. Go I, okay. off. Go you have one Brian. minute. I don't think so, honey. I hope you didn't turn on this podcast and be like, all right, they usually do like 15 minutes of kind of ramp up and everything. I'll ease in. No. no it's happening girl, right now. It's time. <laughs> okay, right. what's bullshit? So, uh, they they land. They go get the payphone. She empties out the change, gives it to every single one of her kids. She's got four of them still with her, by yeah. the way. She four has kids. her and her address book. And she her has her address with her. Book. She tells her kids, call everyone you know. She tells Aunt Leslie, call everyone on my address book that's like on our block. Yeah. Just a bunch of answering machines. Just a bunch of answering machines. What, a day or two before Christmas Christmas Eve? Nobody's home. They should have called that house with that huge Christmas party that Kevin walks by. They should have. Must not be friends friends with them. Or with old man Marley. Yeah, but nobody's home. They established that. Everybody's out. But they... Okay, so they established it. They said it once. In nobody's fact, home. None of their friends, none of the kids' friends are home. Is this part That's of crazy. the... Home alone <laughs> Is this supposed to be part of the, like, the phone lines are still out type thing? Because they're able I mean, to get through. I mean, that should be what the, it was. It shouldn't have been just a bunch of answer machines. It should have been the phone lines are still down. Right. Sure, yes. that should have been what it was. But what it was was but they called weren't. all these people and just... No, and it was like nobody's home. And they Which needed the device, right, of the wet bandits hearing the answering right. machine. Yeah. Yes. Right, so that's probably why they said it was an answering machine, because when they're at the Murphy's cleaning them out, that's when they hear the message. I, it wow. is sloppy. It is, it is, it is very <laughs> weird. It's two moves when you don't need... You should well, just need the... doing a little extra work. When you guys were growing up, how many Christmases did you spend away from home? I would say none. Maybe I don't, one. I don't think I spent a single yeah. Christmas. Anyway, yeah, but I that's s- just us. I mean, rarely. these people clearly... They're, they're establishing that this neighborhood people go away. And these yes. people are rich and disconnected from traditional Christmas family life. They yeah. are living this, like, lavish lifestyle, like, Right, they bought all the, the Christmas stuff, and to them that's doing Christmas. Yes, I, exactly. I mean, I didn't they spend hate each other. Every Christmas <laughs> in Paris. Like, sometimes we were in London. You know, you might go to Happy <laughs> 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 Christmas, yeah. But it's funny you bring this up because the very next scene we see when we finally meet 
Marv. Marv Merchants, by the way. Uh-huh. I know their last names. Harry Lyme and Marv Merchants. Excuse Harry, me? Harry Lyme, famously, the Orson Welles' man, character right? from The Third Man. Yeah. Oh, weird. Really? Okay. Weird choices. Somebody loved Noir. Yes. Yeah, truly. Uh, but they're... Harry is telling Marv which houses have these timers. Which, right. by the way, here's one of my plot holes, but I don't mind it because <laughs> it is a good scene. They're suggesting that these people's timers are set to start at like 6.45 and 15 seconds. 6.45 and 31 seconds. Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. be like, eh, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Goes on. I, I agree. And it, it's also one of those things that's kind of worth it for later in like the third act when Kevin's running home yeah. and like the lights of the houses are turning on yeah, yeah, as yeah. she's going by. Yes. Good combat. Well, it's like the opposite of a scary movie thing where like the lights are turning out as you're going down the hallway or <laughs> right. something. Well one of the I mean and back to like on one of the things that I love the most about this movie is like the incredible like art and how everything looks. Like no no other movie does a good as good a job with the reflection of Christmas lights in windows. Mm. Yeah. You get so many shots of that, and yeah. it always it's looks gorgeous. great. My favorite is like they're rolling up a window, mm-hmm. like oh, Marv is yeah. rolling up his right. window, and right so after the talking about odd marketable securities. <laughs> yeah. What's that? What is that? They're folk heroes. I just want to also say this because I mentioned a lot of those. They are folk heroes. They are. <laughs> over the they are folk heroes. They are folk heroes. They are Bonnie and Clyde. They're rolling into town and they're stealing all the rich people's money. It's like Horatio Alger. It's wonderful. Well, <laughs> it's, they are, but they they just I, I they're, think they're among the great cat burglars of all time. They what are. Made it? They're this. They're a, a Jewish Italian like fucking. Uh, if only uh, they gave burgl- to the poor, they'd be Robin Hood. Well, we don't know what Maybe they do with do. that money. We don't know. Do. I don't they know like they... swim in it. <laughs> I don't know what they do. They turn it all into cash at a pawn shop at a horrible rate, <laughs> and they swim in it. Uh, this is also where they establish that the house number is 671, which comes back later. Oh, 671 yeah. Lincoln what's, Boulevard. What's the importance of that? Just yeah. that it comes back. What is the... Oh, in the, the Bible. Says, yeah, what's the six, numerology of Oh, you want to know what it is? John I'll six, tell you. Six, seven, one. There's five kids and two parents, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So... Six, seven, one. Six and one makes seven. Seven is the full family. Six on one side, everybody else, one on the other. Kevin. Wow. They really Did thought of everything. And the one is the wow. little E on Home Alone. Wow. I just thought of that. That's wow. I was looking at it. I didn't just imagine it in my wow. brain. I was looking at the numbers. Wow. Okay, so the guys, the burglars. I'm going to start asking you to uh, explain numbers and well, everything we watched. Well, that's numerology or whatever. You could probably be like, yeah, go this, that, about like everything. Yeah. Well, but that, uh, that's scientific, though. Back to reality. <laughs> so these guys, that's the Silver Tuna, 671. They decide, to, like, why not? Let's go rob it right now. And that's the very first burglary attempt. That's when Act One ends. We check the timestamp. That's thirty mm, minutes. That's in the unknown to world. a two-hour movie. I don't know. You don't know? I don't. Know. What do you think? I just think it might be him waking up and seeing that everybody's gone. That is dream game true. <laughs> All right, look, <laughs> I'm not like, going to argue with you. In terms of the structure of the plot, that is it, right? But I do agree. There is like there the the bad guys show up and or there's a new challenge right. or whatever there. And the mom gets through to the police station finally, which is like the smartest thing she could possibly do. Yeah. And they're idiots. Yeah. This is totally one of the first like just this is just a sketch. This is just yeah. a sketch. This is yeah, just one's wrapping second city people all yeah. making oh, jokes God. with each other. This is just Larry Hankin. Yeah. I never knew his name, but that is the most famous man in my world. <laughs> Did you uh, know like his placard is cut off so it just says Sergeant Balls? Oh yeah. <laughs> they call him Sergeant Balzac later. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, he played he played Kramer. He played like fake Kramer in the nice. it, when they were like when they were casting Seinfeld this show within the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like he was he came in and stole something Perfect. or whatever. He yeah. might, is he in Repo Man or no? Um, he's definitely in uh, Breaking Bad. Oh, interesting. And he's also in El Camino, which was great. You guys should watch it. Oh, he's also like this whole scene indictment of the Chicago PD, but also he's like he's holding the donut, and it, yeah. it's just and like, it falls on the phone receiver. It's so it perfect. When sticks. I tried to do it in the stage show, I was like, you can't, you can't make a donut piece no, fall on a phone. That no. must have just happened. Right? Yeah. Must have. And, and the like, foley is beautiful. You can yeah. how sticky it is and heavy. When <laughs> I, can, I can't imagine. I, what's crazy to me is that like a cinematographer can see something like that. Happen and not get so excited that they accidentally knock the camera. There's that famous story about a uh, 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 Matthew Lewitek or whatever the cinematographer in uh, Requiem for a Dream when like uh, Ellen burst into her story, like monologue about getting old, like it drifts away because he's sobbing so no, hard no, during, no, no. The, during the shooting of it. Oh, it yeah. was like they were just the same thing happened on Home Alone. Uh, <laughs> he's, uh, <laughs> he's like it just falls because he sold his life into more than a donut. It's like the, the shoot within the shoot of uh, Boogie Nights, yeah, yeah, where yeah. the first sex scene where they're all just like yeah. watching, <laughs> captivated. <laughs> So they send that cop who's useless and scares Kevin. With and a great Chicago accent. Yeah, and he all throughout. Don't encounter kids again. <laughs> Total <laughs> dick move. They did counter kids. That's why they called the police. Truly. Well, you know, cops probably deal with a lot of idiots, but yeah. And the, I mean, this is pretty messed up. The message of this movie is that cops suck. I mean, yeah. they really, truly, throughout <laughs> the entire movie, they're just telling that cops are just lazy idiots. Like that was the whole point. They can't do anything, so the yeah. mom needs to take it upon herself. Is her name Kate? I, I think it's Kate McAllister, right? Kate McAllister. I think so. Why don't I ever... Because I guess Kate's so close to Catherine O'Hara, you never know. Yeah. Who, by know. the way, we haven't... Have we sung her praises enough yet? I don't know. We, we're... Gonna, I, I, I did have a section right here that says we need to talk about Catherine O'Hara. But, we need uh, to talk about Kevin's mom. Mm-hmm. Um, she's perfect in every way. This is obviously the first thing I ever saw her in, and I didn't even know she was a comedic actress until years later. Yeah, right. But, like, watching her now... She is, like, my idol. Like, she's so... Perfect. There's so, the, people say good comedians or good comedic actors are like funny, but like don't get surprised when they can also do drama well because it's just that they're committing. They're like committing to the emotional truth of everything they're doing, which is uh-huh. very funny when it's a funny scene and very touching when it's a dramatic scene. Yeah. And like she's so spot on all the time. Yes, absolutely. <sighs> it's crazy that she wasn't like a much bigger star. This I mean, she's a pretty big star. This should yeah. crazy. She wasn't even bigger. Strange yeah. that this. Well, then she goes off and she does Christopher Guest movies forever. I mean, she mm-hmm. like she yeah. maintains this like credibility where she's like. But after this, presumably she could have done any project she wanted. Yeah. I mean, this. Yeah. Like, there's there's no reason she shouldn't have like won Best Supporting Actor for this role yeah. or actress for and this role. And as you told us while we were watching, thirty six years old. Thirty six years at the old. Time of filming. Okay. Um, can I do? Can I? Can I do something real quick? Yeah. Can I do a quick box office thing real quick? Oh, yes. yes. I, the classic Zach box office rundown. Classic Zach. This is ratings, but it's box office. Okay, yeah. I wanted to tell you guys something, okay? We're going to add the box office report. The ratings report. So, The box office report with Zach Smilets. Okay. Can I say your full name on the podcast? Oh, my God. We're running low on time. This is the real deal. This is the most important thing that we're going to talk about. And that is that this movie, by the end of its run, 
worldwide was the third highest grossing movie ever made behind E.T. and Star Wars. Okay? This movie did... Is thir- it Gone with the Wind on one of those lists? That's corrected for inflation. Corrected for okay. inflation. By the time that this movie wrapped up its run in 1991 mm-hmm. or whatever. But it spent 12 straight weeks at number one. It was the most popular movie ever made. Was it was it like well after Christmas. People were yeah. like, yeah, I can see Home Alone again. I think, yeah. people were, I think it was like in theaters until like April. It's been, oh, it, wow. I, I think it's been two, like nine months, like in the top. Beautiful. 10. It is Profound. It was the. It's just it, an incredibly successful movie. It did five hundred million dollars worldwide. Is part of your research about being home alone? No, I didn't get. To, I, I I didn't know what that meant. I, I didn't either. I saw it online. It sounds like it's the name of when you have a movie up against another movie that you don't think is going to be that much competition, and then uh, it destroys you. Right. Oh, it's that William, the William Goldman term or whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you don't think that? it's going to be anything, and then Home Alone is like yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, kills a, you. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's number one for twelve weeks. Also, what was the other movie that or movies that were out at the same time as Home Alone. No clue. That kind no of idea. crushed no in the box But it must have been a, a large slate of movies that <laughs> just threw at it over and over again. Well, and this was also like after Dirty Dancing had proven that like you could make a ton of money off of VHS sales too, which obviously oh, this movie did because we mm-hmm. all remember. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you didn't have Home Alone, you were an idiot. Um, that's all. I just want to say, second behind Star Wars and E.T. Beautiful. That's, that's a pretty successful movie. As it should be. But mm-hmm. what? But it's a movie about a kid who gets left home alone. That's it. Yeah, nobody thought this was good. Apparently, uh, Joe Pesci and uh, Daniel Stern were overacting the whole time because they were like, it's not going to go anywhere. It doesn't matter. Yeah, of course not. So, all right, back to the movie. if the cops fail, I guess all you can do is go back home yourself. And you can't wait for the Friday flight, which is on Christmas. You have to go on a bunch of connections, which Hope Davis sets you up with. You can't book a private jet, which the mom literally asks for. Very rich. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. Davis has to say, I swear, we do not do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, Why didn't so, you just get a French actress, do you think, to just play that role? No idea. No, they had to get Hope Davis to come in and do... They were like, she's good, she can play it. Yeah, she looks French. She looks... She does look French. Mm. Um, I never knew. And they leave the mom at the airport to start her journey, and the rest of them go to Rob's apartment. Right. Rob's apartment. Yeah. His, yeah. his mansion. His, like, his Jeffrey Epstein yeah. mansion. The ridiculous. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Speaking of, I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> meanwhile, Kevin is climbing up Buzz's <laughs> shelves. Mm. Um, and when the shelves break, I was like, did they get a stunt double for this? And I looked it up. His stunt double was a very short 30-year-old man. <laughs> oh, wow. That sounds right. Uh, yeah. But thereby getting money to fund the rest of his adventure at home and oh, yes. releasing the tarantula who ends up deus ex machinaing the whole thing. Because this is where he declares I'm the man of the house and he kind of takes ownership of alright I'm going to need to do things to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. I guess yeah. He's not quite to the point of I need to this is my home I have to defend it mm-hmm. but oh and this is also to the like he needs to overcome fear this is where he comes outside and he's like I'm not afraid anymore you hear me I'm not afraid anymore. And then immediately sees old man Marley, and it's like, That's the I before. am afraid. He's terrified. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is old man Marley just standing there in his yard? Because he's being nice. <laughs> he's just, just he's salting, salting, salting his mummy. He's, he's home. <laughs> he's salting the mummy. Calm down. Okay, so if we want to talk about our timeline, day one, Monday, is the night before the trip. We start on Monday night. Tuesday is the day he does all of his fun stuff, sledding down the weird wrong side of the stairs, uh-huh. doing all this stuff at home. Mm-hmm. This is Wednesday, day three of the movie, where he goes out into town and, like, tries some things out. Yeah. This is where he gets his 
ADA approved. <laughs> right, well, this is the next know. thing that happens. We'll never know. Except for the wet bandits robbing the Murphys, which we've kind of talked about already. They listen on the answering machine, they hear that the kid is home alone. No, they don't hear the kid is no, home alone. They hear that, they hear that they're, they're, they're not, not home. So Peter McAllister calls and says, hey, we're in France, you should mm. call us. And mm. it's like, and then in the message, he is saying, late in the message, Kevin's home alone. Please call us. And but Marv is humiliating. All, yeah, but Marv is already like, "Hey, do you hear the McAllisters? Yeah, yeah. The, the, was those?" It's like, yeah. it's such a flight. It's like it's it truly is all caps bullshit in Brian's <laughs> words <laughs> that it is like you would have just left a message said, "Hey, there's an emergency. Kevin's home alone. Please call us." It's like you Long would have, story. You would be like, "Hey, just hey guys, we're in France and uh, <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah, we're not." get back till about the earliest the, Friday. The way you deliver information, you usually put the most important stuff at the very beginning. Think, and well, then, but you could be embarrassed that he left their child at home. Well, he's not embarrassed because it's his wife's fault. Yeah. <laughs> it's his wife's fault and probably. What, what, I'm like, supposed to keep track of my kids? Am I my child's keeper? Where's <laughs> <laughs> Jesus? He's like, what go. do I have to do? My brother paid for, paid for the flight. <laughs> <laughs> I've done enough. So, also, just noticing that Marv's got, like, the scuba gear on and Harry's looking through a kaleidoscope they're children yeah they're oh, adult yeah. children which i think is probably to make it less scary that they're not like polishing guns and 100%. like planning on like going through like ladies like undergarment drawers no, or whatever it's these, just like these guys are cartoon characters they don't they're exist cat burglars they're, they're yeah. unarmed yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. have no, oh, yeah, no no, no weapons no weapons they have, they, they have no like impulse for violence either really they're just yeah. like they like stealing stuff yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, and they also aren't talking about like money or like where they're gonna fence it or anything. It's like it's like oh yeah, they have all that cool stuff. <laughs> it's like ridiculous. So Kevin goes shopping. He needs a toothbrush. Why? I guess they packed his toothbrush. Smart. Because his mom packed his suitcase. His mom packed his suitcase. Mm. She put the whole toothbrush in there. Like they didn't buy separate travel toothbrushes for this trip. <laughs> uh, he wants to know if it's ADA approved. Which could you imagine pitching that? Like uh, ask if it's a. Approved by the American Dental Association, whatever. <laughs> and nobody knows the answer, which I would assume I every toothbrush on the market is. <laughs> yeah. I think that either yeah, either every toothbrush on the market is approved by the American <laughs> Dental Association, or if it doesn't say, like, it's not going to say not approved. So it's probably just not. How, where is this town he goes to? Like what? the town yeah. center it where like he's able his, to, It looks like a New Jersey layout village. where it's like the the town is like its own little square, its own little strip. I wish one was from Chicago. We could like from say where, yeah. It's well, like, our friend Shruti grew up there in Evanston or whatever, mm-hmm. and which is like northern, to, no, like suburban Chicago. And she got to watch the church scene. Shot. Oh, like everybody right. got to like pile up and watch when he was like hiding. That's in the so thing, cool. Which, Comes up in this, I think. Wow. Yeah. So, cool. okay, he steals the toothbrush. He's a criminal. I don't think they're in South Chicago. You know what I mean? I oh, my. Um, and Kevin, we see, can evade the police again. Again! On the ice, which, if he had been caught by the policeman, as I noticed this time around, that would have ended the movie. That would have been the end of the movie. <laughs> and but even before he gets chased by the police, we get this, like, 1950s Americana type yeah. scene of like Jimmy stop that boy shoplifter <laughs> shoplifter you see like all the interactions of like Jimmy running outside the cop looking up expectantly like is there mm-hmm. a crime afoot mm-hmm. yeah and him being like shoplifter yeah 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 <laughs> I mean it's funny because then the rest of the movie he spends like defending property right like, you know it's like right. it's yeah. like he's a thief there and then later the rest of the movie's like oh I've learned my lesson stuff is really important well, I gotta protect it with my life stuff. I just bought this toothbrush yeah, yeah. I stole it 
Kevin McAllister and uh, and Frank McAllister both steal in the oh, movie, but see no consequences. For oh my god! I didn't talk oh, about wow. Frank in Amazing. first class. Oh, so no. true. Just real fill it, fill, fill it up. Put it in first. Fill, put fill it, it up. Fill, fill, fill it up. America has two different sets of rules, you know. Ugh. Totally yeah. true. Take it free. Well, and Zach, were you making the point that if he had been caught, that deep, that this was that this was that's end it. Yeah. That's the end of the damn movie. That would have been it. If the police apprehend him. As an eight-year-old right, boy. Why did you steal a toothbrush? Whoa. Yeah, we're safe. calling your parents. We're gonna. Where you do you live? Can't. Uh, you can't call my parents. So I made he, them disappear. As <laughs> he's sad about being a criminal, he encounters the wet bandits, and I notice as the shot, the film work is amazing when the, they're about to run over him accidentally. Yeah. As like that shot where you can see the van coming at you, it says "Dodge" in big letters, and he literally does not dodge. Oh. <laughs> he just stands there, just like oh! That's really <laughs> That's funny. Amazing. That's a great joke. Oh, it's uh, a good joke. Never noticed. And he sponsored by Dodge. Right. He recognizes the glint of the gold toot. Because he saw it in like the it. beginning. Yes, uh-huh. which doesn't get thrown away. Everything comes again. He doesn't like the yep. gold tooth from the beginning. He's which skeptical is adorable. Of it. Yeah. Which is a joke on its own. Like, who has a gold tooth? I don't like it. So right. That doesn't <laughs> and now like it comes back. Man. And then at the end it comes back when the dad finds it, but that's skipping my head. Right. Okay. It's the so, one thing that he doesn't clean up somehow. <laughs> when he runs away from their van. Walks away first. Walks them yeah. up. Why would he run? Why would he run? I told you. <laughs> I used to think it was so funny as a kid when they were like following him so slowly. And then when he turns around, they're like, <laughs> like looking up and down in their own van. <laughs> it's like nonchalant. <laughs> and then they're like, following <laughs> 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 um, When he used to hide in that nativity scene, when he used to, when I would watch it many times. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I, I never could see him in the nativity scene. My brother had to pause it and point to it hmm. as when I was a kid. To be uh-huh. like, he's there. He tore down the curtain. He's there. In the- oh, yeah. Oh, it's a curtain. It's a curtain. Yeah, you can see it where it's still draped on the other side. Oh. He tore it down on this side. Now, where's, where do you get the staff from? Stole it from another. I bet if we freeze-framed it, we would see that a shepherd doesn't have a staff. All right, I'll buy that. That makes sense. Unbelievable. I'm on board. And so I, I just want to point out, this is a, he is escaping and being, running to a family scene, mm. literally like wow. a hearth with a mm. child being born with a mother and father, Come and on. that's Perhaps where he's being protected. Yeah, oh yeah. Ugh, the main For real. Ugh. He's one of the wise men. <laughs> oh, I listened to Jonathan Van Ness's um, podcast to hear, like, what's the real story on uh, Christmas? Like, how that happened. He, Jonathan Van Ness has some podcast about, like, talking to an expert about something. It's called Getting Curious. Mm-hmm. And Your it was a really good one. Like, I was recently in commercial with Jonathan Van Ness. Now I brought it up, but now we're talking. Poopery, buy it. Uh, and watch my commercial, please. So, Kevin understands that they're going to be coming back to the house. Does he hear them say they're coming back? Uh, or he just knows that he just he's said, like, when you guys come back, oh, I'll be ready. ready. Yeah. And he sets up, like, if this were the only thing he sets up in the movie, if this yes. were act three, <laughs> Diana would have been enough. Absolutely. This is the smartest thing I've ever seen. He takes every single thing in the house and yes. turns it into a fake party, understanding that it'll just be silhouetted against the curtains. Absolutely. And? Using a railroad set. Of like, course. Like, Everything we've seen player. in the movie comes back right in here. All of the set design, all of the production design that we thought was just cool world building now is in fact like his tools that he is like can can operate with. He's using and the Michael Jordan thing. And He's got music. music that's oh, so I, good. It's kind of incredible though that 
he is never happier than this moment when he is like literally puppeting his family. He is right. like moving yeah. them oh, yes. into like play act <laughs> oh, with him yes. in a positive way. Oh, yes. And that's one of them so was like clearly Aunt Leslie. Yeah, the right? Like the, the woman on the turkey with the wig. When she put a drink in her hand. You guys also saw that one as, very, as definitely being specifically Aunt Leslie. I, I thought that too. Oh, that's, that's crazy. I, mean, I think put glasses on her or something. Yeah, I don't know. Right. I'd have to go back and look. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. It's amazing. He honestly has a lot of victories in this movie. Like, yeah. there are so many shots of him going, yes, yes. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> at all of the things that worked. What else did I write? N- there's not a flaw in this. <laughs> <laughs> so intricate. So genius. Yeah. <laughs> um... Okay, and then and then we go back to Paris to see the family. Does oh. he get his own pizza at this point, or we go to Paris first? We go Paris to Paris first. to uh-huh. see Rob's apartment. Rob's apartment, the shrimp's going around. Oh, yeah. The price yeah. not supposed to That's be giving all. It's just And Buzz explains yeah. why he's not worried about Kevin. With three reasons, labeled A, a 2, two and, and D, which are great. I love that joke. A, yeah, yeah. he's not that lucky. Two, we have smoke detectors. And D, they live on the most boring street in the United States of America, where nothing even remotely dangerous will ever happen. Hard cut to something uh, dangerous. Uh, running over their lawn, jockey. Yeah. <laughs> More um, Kevin terrorizing service people. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, by this point, I guess he would be out of food, because on his first day, he ate like Ice cream and marshmallows, probably for all of his meals, sure, right, and gator right. tots or whatever. And then, <laughs> and now he's getting real food, i.e., pizza, i.e., the last thing he even had with his family. Wow. There's, they're not last even ever. looking at. It's up to us to look at his psyche in this movie. For sure. He's like, I guess my family got it. Maybe if I eat pizza, they'll come back. I don't know if that's what he's thinking, but like that's kind of something. It that does show sure. growth or whatever. Like it goes from like eating garbage to like. Getting hot Eating food like to like cook to cooking for yourself. Yeah. Right. Cooking his mac and cheese but, yeah, for yeah, yeah. I always viewed this his pizza thing as like this is what I was denied when absolutely. I absolutely, of course. And a very common it's not a malapropism, so I'm not gonna give the music cue, but <laughs> people quote this as a fresh cheese pizza just for me, um, and it's yes. not. It's a lovely. I cheese I pizza always misquote it. Wow. Yeah. There are a lot of things that that are that way, but. God bless it. A lovely cheese pizza. Ugh. He's oh, delighted I, that that his trick works. Yeah. I also feel like there's no reason to include the stuff with the like guns. No. No. It's he's so just weird. having fun. He's just one of the Well, he's still a stranger danger. Like it's like, all right, somebody's oh, going to I just invited someone to my house. Now get the fuck out. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, if I may say, he also loved those like Three foot speakers, yeah. two three foot yeah, speakers yeah, yeah. into the kitchen. Oh, which, really? Thank God they're there because the next day when he has to turn it on immediately when he's washing dishes, yeah, yeah, yeah. there is still loud like that for Marv to hear. That's right. Oh, they, it's, they set everything up so well. <laughs> Even the accidents. Ugh. Okay, so he gets his pizza. He tricks a stranger who, granted, is an idiot. Um, oh, it doesn't tell anybody that he was fired upon in the line of delivery. <laughs> yeah, so, presumably that might get you like even more discovered. Like, like you might go and say like, "Hey, we have to call the police." I got just... shot at by gangsters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At a by suburban an, house by an old recording of a movie gangster. <laughs> I think James Cagney just shot him. <laughs> yeah. Um, they. We didn't talk about the first time on his first morning when he puts on the aftershave and famously oh, yes. slaps his face. And we talked about this during the movie. We just watched it together, by the way, and did a really good job not talking to each other about it so we could talk about it now. But Jackie asked, 
does it hurt to put on aftershave? Mm. I think that certainly not if you haven't just shaved. I think if you've just shaved and like all your pores are open and then you put on a lot of it, I think that might hurt a little. I don't use aftershave, Maybe? but Do I have used it and I don't think it hurts. But it's not to shave alcohol, right? It's, it's basically alcohol. I think it's just so cold and alcohol-y, it must just like freeze your face so much? I don't know. I still, I can Where did this start? Shocking. And they do it twice. The reason we're bringing it up now is he's about to do it for the second time. And this is like literally the image of the movie. Everyone's like, ah! Because it's, it stings a little bit, but it's not like scream. He no. As, a, as an eight-year-old, you would have encountered something significantly like more the, painful. The VHS box has him as the scream doing yeah. the hands yeah. on the face and scream. Even though he doesn't ever do that. Even though they do it in... Uh, he's wearing uh, a sweater. He's wearing a sweater. He's doing it in The Critic, too, where he's right. like, exactly. on 32, and he's like... Uh, it's like never... Iconic the never and the iconic image of the movie does oh not happen. Yeah. <laughs> it never has a sweater yeah. on doing it. Oh, my uh, God. That's the best. The also, Critic was so good. The Critic we should was cover great. that. Oh, that's absolutely the, the next uh, one. <laughs> can I say this real quick? Hmm. Uh, I, I'd like to firmly state that I don't think it's cool that they had a shirtless child in this movie who then ended up going and, like, hanging out with Michael Jackson and stuff. Well, it is like John Hughes well, and Christopher Columbus's fault. Well, I just think it's, like, maybe an eight-year-old... Maybe cool, maybe, cool maybe an eight-year-old doesn't have the, like, wherewithal to know whether they should be shirtless in a, in a movie or not. Well, I think an eight-year-old definitely doesn't have the wherewithal to decide, like, I'm going to drop out of school and devote my life to film. <laughs> and become a breadwinner so, like, of my family. Yeah. It just... It is interesting that that Macaulay Culkin did die for all of our sins. Also, we just like he, he is shirtless, just like Jesus. Yeah, exactly. He is an innocent who we just kind of like manipulated into like oh, providing entertainment cute, for us forever. That's such a cute little body. Yeah, I know. But like, Adorable. I hate it when people are like, "Look at that cute body," because it sounds gross for the reasons you're talking yeah. about. He, it's he, also it's like the the humor of he's. A tiny little boy, but he's trying to do all these like grown up man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all the way around his body. It, I just want to. I, it's very funny. I'm not trying to be a skull. I'm not trying to be a skull. I'm just Remember saying. When we saw him running, and all of us were like, oh. <laughs> got a little leg. I know he's a muppet, but he got a khaki on. I'm just saying. Can you? I don't think this movie could get made in in 2019. I'd rather we not take. Put, put children on film without all of their clothes on. Yeah, like, wild time. Swimming pool it's, rules, you're allowed. A wild time, a different, a different time. That's all. Uh, I, I think it's very interesting that you know doesn't doesn't apply anymore. Plus, you get that very real moment the the second time he does the aftershave and the like bug spray deodorant where he like sprays his armpit and it oh, yeah, shakes yeah, it. Like shivers. Yeah. <laughs> He's Wonders. so cute. I saw him uh, in interview. Uh, with Ellen, Macaulay Culkin, mm-hmm. talking a little bit, obviously, about Home Alone. And one of the things he said, this is very recent, and he said, like, I really have trouble, I, I don't really remember that stuff that well anymore, so sometimes it feels like some, like, 10-year-old died and left me all this money. Oh, oh wow. He's like, Jeez. which is... I'm, That's real I'm very obsessed with Macaulay Culkin, obviously. Uh, but we have yet to talk about on this podcast so yeah, far. By the way, yeah. no, yeah. two hours into this, we have I, not I will say brought up the the, the real the, human, the, the Buster Keaton. Yeah, exactly, the <laughs> in, real human. In this interview, he seemed like he's actually he seems like he's like a little bit of a weird guy, but he seems like he's actually like pretty happy and yeah, like he's, pretty comfortable with what his life is. There were sure. ten years, and everyone's like, "Oh no, Macaulay Culkin, big problem." And then he like came back, like resurfaced, and like. Is fine. He has a podcast now called Bunny Ears, I think. Yeah. He has like a very active Twitter. He's very funny. He went to a Lizzo show recently. He seems like he's happy. He's dating Brenda Song. They're probably going to get married, another child star. Mm. Um, 
he seems like he's doing well, but there's definitely a quality to it. I obviously listen to the podcast and follow him on Twitter, duh. There's, <laughs> he, like, there is some kind of arrested development going on where he's, like, still laughing at jokes, like, the way kids did in the 90s. Mm. That, like, there's, he's... He's doing great, and I love the guy. And I remember once, my grandma was dating a guy whose granddaughter was an actress, and she was in a play on Broadway with him, and the option was brought up that maybe I could meet him, and I was like, no, 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 Yeah. I, like, could not possibly meet this guy. I was like, this can't even, I don't even want you to, like, entertain this. But, like, this is a special person who's very special to every American child in history, and, like, Absolutely. he's doing very well, and let's be happy about that. For sure. Yeah, I'm, ha- I'm Absolutely. very happy for him. I think it's hard to even imagine, like, it's hard to put myself back in time and, and remember how famous Macaulay Culkin was. It's like, it's like yeah. but probably more famous than, like, Shirley Temple. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, he Judy followed in this tradition people. of child actors, and he it was like, he was the biggest one of all time. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, his movie was the third highest grossing movie ever made by the time it was done. And it was like purely on no one understood how this movie worked and why it was successful other than this kid was great. Yeah, he carries it. He the carries most charming it. workhorse of a child. It's unfair. It's like we we all like sucked his life force out of him and we all needed it and he became like the American character of like the early 90s. Absolutely. And now here's and, and then there's this real person who's left. Absolutely. And we're like looking at him like, oh, what's up? What's going on? Like, yikes. Oh, how funny. He was like in a sketch about like, <laughs> like, yeah. Let him just let, like, let, we should honestly give him like a palace and let him live there. And we all just like leave I him alone or like give him like money. And we I haven't left him alone. We have given him a palace. Yeah. I don't want to exploit him anymore, but he would be the perfect guy to cast in my 25 years later sequel. Alone. <laughs> I don't oh, know. you think he'd be you, per- think? you think he'd be good to play Kevin McAllister in the he, sequel? I think he would. Why? I think, I think he looks like him. And <laughs> I, I think I think he's still. Well, here's it. the other thing. Okay, wait. Here's the thing about looking like Kevin McAllister or Macaulay Culkin. I also, as a child, was like, is it that I'm in love with him? <laughs> no, it's that I am him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Feeling like yeah. you're like, he is, he is me he gets it he gets it more than I do absolutely he gets it more than adults do he just is this like genius yeah yeah he under he's like conveying everything that I think I'm conveying yeah he's God in, I mean he's Jesus Christ I mean he is God, <laughs> he's God in and we that. sacrificed him for show if totally yeah <sighs> all right awesome Becky Sue's Back to the movie. So Kevin's joylessly watching Johnny Carson in bed. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Is this when she? Is this when uh, Kate gets on her first flight back to America? Yes. So she's like she goes to Dallas Fort Worth, begging this one. Also, I think they would in 1990. I think they would would get on the speaker and say, "Is anybody willing to give up their seat for, for sure. someone who needs to get home to Chicago? Yeah, and their sons. Like she's a terrible. Her son's woman home alone. She, she somehow child. left her son. That's a funny <laughs> scene. I can't believe they didn't write that. She scene. must be a selfish <laughs> Well. Luckily, they had an equally funny sketch of a scene in her bartering to get on this yeah. play. <laughs> from a mother to a oh, mother. Oh, I don't know if this is that's from a mother to a mother. This isn't that. Right. To get to Dallas-Fort Worth, that's a flight she just buys. Okay. Mm. That's um, the only one that's available. Yeah. And that's this this next day, Macaulay Culkin, Kevin is doing the, the aftershave scream again. He goes out and buys groceries. Oh. Gotta get the milk, eggs, the fabric softener. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to think it was a mistake in the movie that when he was talking to the cashier, she holds up the army toys and he's like, the like army man, and he's like, for the kids. And then later he's like, I'm an only child. Uh, 
Uh, but uh, he's I doing think a bit. Worked on it. He's doing a bit, and Nick can be his cousin. So that's not an issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The character made a mistake in the reality of the movie, maybe. Right. Mm-hmm. He's eight. He's yeah. doing really well. That's like a ninety-nine percent perfect. One of my job. favorite scenes. Back, it, back and forth. It is the promise of the premise when he's. It's, that it's, actress it's, is amazing. She's yes. so good. I've never seen her in anything else. Um, Apparently, in the trailer, it's a store manager talking to him. Oh really? Not he must, the cashier. Wow. I like that cashier a lot. They had John Hughes. Is it John Hughes? Is it Chris Columbus? Who is it? But like, they had such good like no nonsense female characters that I feel like you're For not real. allowed to have yeah. anymore unless that's like their deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. He's like that too. Yeah. 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 She's that's like, so I wear a leather jacket and I have a boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, for real. And I smoke cigarettes yeah. or something. Somebody does. Yeah, they're all yeah. kind of. Like, Sam did smoke a cigarette. Yeah. They yeah. all are. I think they're such a breath of fresh air because they all are kind of like working class people in this movie. Like mm-hmm. you are kind of just meeting them, and they're like at their job, right? Mm-hmm. And they're kind of just cool. They're just yeah. cool. They, Everybody's seem... like funky. It's like yeah. in Uncle Buck when all the teens are wearing like long overcoats and like round sunglasses yeah. in high school, and right. you're like, you're in high school. You're just like <laughs> you're in Paris in your twenties. Yeah. <laughs> so I just love at the supermarket too. Again, props to the uh, production department. Yeah, it's fully decked out in oh yeah Christmas decorations Absolutely. and everything. He's so tiny pushing this cart. Ugh. And as he rolls up to the chair, <laughs> he's got this look like he's just been pulled over by a cop. Yeah, he's like, here we go. She's onto him immediately. <laughs> yeah. He knows Push it. Come on. Yeah. Where's she dead? <laughs> what do you, you do all the talking? <laughs> where do you live? But well, what she asked where he lives? Is she gonna go like home with him? Yeah. She yeah. probably should. She, she's probably trying should. to she knows something's up and she's trying to get him to Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanna know how they rigged both grocery bags to break at the same time Still on the impossible Still shot. Were they it is... gently stitched with one piece of fishing line no and idea. someone pulled the fishing I, line? Someone's gotta have yanked something. It was he instructed to carry it in a bouncy go. enough way that, like, on one bounce no. they break? No, it happens too suddenly. It's, it and doesn't do anything different. And his face and his reaction is, oh. And he, like, puts his head back. It's perfect. Yeah, it's really, it is like, it's like the Chinatown, like, nose cutting scene oh, where it's just yeah. like, how, wait, what did I just see? Like, yes. how did they do this? True movie in magic. camera effect. Yeah, yeah, I think. Insane. Incredible. Beautiful. If, if that were the only thing. Worth the know. movie. Thing. Right now. Okay. So, he goes home and immediately does laundry. Who taught him how to do laundry? His mom? She doesn't know how to do laundry. They did not plant that. This is not... Uh, this Nobody is not... knows how he knows it. Nope. I, but he's, also, I wonder if he's straight up just, like, yeah, doing random knobs. Like, I am doing laundry. No, he's doing... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is doing it in... Well, first of all, it's so funny because they... He's, he's doing it with, like, a perfect perfection and, like, effortlessness that, like, comes with, like, years of doing laundry or whatever. And then, like... It's like, oh, is he just turning ram doms? No, he's unloading the, the yeah, dryer. He, dry. he got the dryer out too. It went on. He got uh, it to turn on. I guess you know. I didn't know how to do laundry until I was like, no, so complicated. It's a lot of buttons. It's a lot how of do buttons. You know it's so to many be. different settings. He's probably shrinking all his little sweaters. Yeah. No, um, I think yeah, he's a super superhero, and his power is the ability to do family stuff. And not being scared of the furnace anymore. Hmm. That's what he's overcoming. Let's, Says, shut up. Can I Can I just pause for a moment? Mm-hmm. I'm now realizing, perhaps, because like, we watched this movie a thousand times, 10,000 bajillion times, in the early 2010s when we were all like, Figuring out how to be grown-ups and stuff. Yeah, and we were like, find him. And we were like worshiping Kevin. We're like, oh my god, he's <laughs> got it figured out. And it's just like we I, I, I do remember just You're like supposed like, to wear an apron when you do with this shit. What? I do remember just like admiring him my whole life. Just like, this guy, he's got his life together. This and guy gets it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. 
Uh, amazing. Anyway. So he's winning, he's winning, he's winning. <laughs> Marv tries to come in the door and as Kevin's doing the dishes, he realizes he can turn on Angels with Filthy Souls again, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I love I, Marv's reaction. I don't understand why he now thinks that he needs to use firecrackers <laughs> to make to really sell it. Because it needs to sound like gunshots. But it worked the night before with That's the pizza true. delivery. <laughs> well, he needs to really sell it. This is like time. And then when else is he going to use well, firecrackers? During guy, the booby trapping of his house? This yeah. guy would have heard... The, would have heard gunshots before, unlike the peach delivery guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much true. more gullible. Yeah. Also, <laughs> Never heard a movie before. Did you know as children that you could just set off fireworks inside it's, in a pot? I know. Only from this movie and how genius it is that he throws it in a big, big pasta pot. How do so you know smart. to do that? Yeah. It's not good for the nonstick surface, though. No. You <laughs> can't use that not. pot again. <laughs> but it's also, that's just a Christmas pot. That's not the main pot. <laughs> yeah, it was a big red pot, <laughs> too. Come pot. on. <laughs> It's the crusade. So back yeah. to uh, Kate. She's now in Scranton. She has been from Chicago to Paris to Dallas to where the, where the hell am I? This Scranton guy is f-ing perfect. Like, have you ever imagined who would be like a perfect scene partner to somebody that you really yeah. admire? And it's Catherine O'Hara. And he's like, Hi, you're in Scranton. I can't do anything for you. And this is the intro to the big John Candy scene, or the first half of the John Candy scene. Famously, John Candy only had one day to give to filming, but it was a 23-hour day. Wow. Uh, can, we, can we talk about... That's uh, almost 24 hours. Why do you only almost. have 23 hours? I don't know. Also, apparently, he, he did it for free. To but get to. Yeah, he's on the road 49 weeks a year. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> That's incredible. What are you going to talk about? No, no, I did. The, the, that, that ticket agent's like a step in... Like, they're all these great Chicago I'm actors. Sure. I'm it's sure. It's so dense. That's why like, everyone is he's awesome. So it's because it's just like... Everyone from Second City and Steppenwolf is just coming to audition this weekend and you're all going to be in this movie. Just, but you don't have to audition. Like, yeah, your character is going to be a fully realized person Catherine who has just two lines yeah. who's going to talk to Catherine no, Every single person in this movie is phenomenal. Yeah, sorry, back to Oh, we Casey. might have missed the, uh, the her trying to convince the old couple from, right, the, uh, the from Dallas well, to get on this flight to Scranton. Or I think they, are in, in they are in Paris because it says Embarcement. That's Paris, right? And <laughs> she tells the, the pocket translator. So That's right. My right. big question about that is like, so, like, once they've turned her down and then she has her monologue about how she's desperate, oh, do you my. think they still took the $500? Oh, for sure. They took everything. <laughs> they took a Rolex, yeah. which is real. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, the pocket translator. They took the five hundred dollars, the dangly earrings, even though she's got a shoebox full of them. And then first class tickets on the way back instead of coach. Mm. Right. That uh-huh. alone, I think, I would be like, wait a second. Well, you've got to get home to, to your kid, and I get to fly home first class. They got to pay for like two extra days in Paris. That's a good God, point. Well, five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars. You're gonna get in ninety one or whatever. You could get to a. Uh, around Christmas, it might be tough. Where's she flying? She's flying to Dallas. There's a There's a couple from Dallas. They. Totally read that way. They really are this like also, greatest generation oh, and older um, couple. It's a Ferris Bueller thing too. Like the O Ed. Oh yeah, is, oh, yeah. That exact line and line read oh, happens Ed. in Ferris Bueller. Wow. Those actors are named Billy Bird and Bill Irwin. Mm-hmm. So literally, they would have been like, "Call Bill and Billy to set." Okay. So we're talking to John Candy in Scranton. I didn't even write anything down for this because I was like, what, can I just scribble everything that he says? All improvised according to trivia on IMDb? I'm sure they were like, yeah, you're offering her a ride. You've got a sad story about your kid. I believe it. Catherine O'Hara can roll with it. Yeah. Uh, And they don't 
cut ever when it's on him. I mean, they do a little bit, but it's all just like, he's yeah. just going. I, he goes, when he's talking about who he is, the Poga King, he literally goes like two beats too long. It's like, he's going like too he long. So he goes much. Yeah, so like, long. There's like a full three minutes yeah, of take. Exactly. Just he goes like talking two about the Kenosha too long, kicker. And yeah, then like exactly. Another like two chapters <laughs> with yeah, two it's, beats it's too long. Like, wait, you're timing. still, go- it's like, it, there's no, there's no way they were in the end and they were like, can we like have she it be waited. this long? Like, this is crazy. And then like, she's gonna get you don't recognize me. Here are some of the songs. Yeah. Here are the number of like full sales full we've had. <laughs> he keeps trying to sell it. He keeps thinking it's gonna click. At Where's some Sheboygan, point. Wisconsin? I guess. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's right. Why would she know that? <laughs> she couldn't be more polite. He also pops up the second she says, "If I have to sell my soul." To the devil himself. Uh, well, he's like going to get home creeping like, is forward. He's like, well, <laughs> is he the devil? Focus. There's a theory that he is. I really don't know. Oh, that's uh, interesting. I don't know. Uh, I did write a lot of when he points out, see the guy in the yellow jacket over there? Yeah, yeah. Which they're all wearing uh, yellow jackets. Yeah. Well, there's the guy There's the guy in the yellow jacket who's renting the van. Again. Yeah, he's over in the... It's wall. like another setup they didn't really need in the movie. <laughs> it was like, presumably we would have just assumed that it was happening. It was like, no, 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 we need to see... He's like, go, 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 get that the truck. The Another bearded guy, another heavy set bearded guy with glasses. Uh, Wonderful. Okay, so it is the evening of Christmas Eve. Redundant, perhaps. Uh, Kevin goes to visit Santa and his elf. Could have cut this whole thing. You could have. It really has nothing to do with it. But the guy who plays Santa played Glenn the bus driver in an episode of Strangers with Candy where Jerry can't read. Mm -hmm. He's He's only everything I saw. Yeah, he's he's Armageddon. Is he? Yeah, he's like one of the guys. But it, it does yeah, just, give you the. Just, he was in. He was in dinosaurs. He was in Seinfeld. <gasps> he was in Groundhog Day. Yeah, yeah. He, this was the first thing he ever did. Real Chicago. And then he was in wow. fifty six things. Reads is a real she, Chicago. He was in. He was yeah, in Down real. Periscope with Kelsey Grammer. Yeah, he's oh, the real Uncle Frank. I'm sure they talked about it. Yeah. Life with I mean, Louis you know, Marshall. I was supposed to be in that film. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> they do imply that like Kev- this could be Kevin's new girlfriend in the in the. <laughs> I think there is this like. The Kevin- elf? I thought they were implying that Marley's granddaughter could be Kevin's girlfriend. I see. Oh. I see. I thought Which, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you get the great line of, uh, "I'm old enough to know how it works." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're not the real Santa, but I know you work for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. As a kid, that was literally my understanding of Santa. Oh, yeah. Probably because of this movie. Yeah. Oh, I was like, most Santa's, Santa's not a real Santa, but they know Santa. <laughs> right, you can put in a yeah. good word and everything. I mean, Santa's in the North Pole. And he does proclaim here that he, instead of presents or anything, what he wants is his family back. Could you imagine being that Santa, being like, uh... Oh, that's so sad. It's like, what? Yeah. It's family dead? <laughs> yeah. Family dead? Yeah, yeah. Nobody and nobody asks any follow-up questions to Kevin through this entire film. No. He just kind of comes Except for up. the cashier at the grocery store. Yeah, I mean, even the old man Marley in the next scene is just like, like takes it as well. Yeah, Marley like knows. Yeah, he's. We got, let's talk about this. He's in the church. He like sees his light friend, so he like right. sits next to him. Yeah, yeah, they have yeah. a whole deep chat that I guess you can really only have with like a kind stranger that you kind of know. For sure. About like mistakes he's made. Well, and it's all about family. Like this is laying out the theme of the movie. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. But the, but old man Shovel Slayer does say, "I know people are talking about me." Like he's like aware that like Buzz is like talking about him. It's like, what are you talking about? 
What is, what is he's, he's like, there's a lot of stuff going around <laughs> going about around me. Going around about me. Huh? <laughs> what are you talking about? Because you don't talk to your son anymore? Like, that's the, I guess, the implication, but... What do we I assume, what do you I always assumed he meant that people I, were talking about him being a killer. <laughs> I think that's, that's, that's that is it. Is, right? So, the question, like, what did he fight with his son about? I have a guess, because they say it's before his family moved before? to the block. I don't know, maybe we have. He wasn't sulting his mummies enough. Well, we were talking about how, like, <laughs> I guess it's Reagan his Carter son election. is a baby boomer, and he's uh. clearly British generation, so it's like, if they did have a fight, probably Marley was pretty, like... Rough, yeah, and probably mm. the baby boomer son was like, I just want to live, dad, but like also kind of yuppie and shitty about yeah, it for sure. So, like, who knows? Maybe we've had a long conversation about it. Like, what right. did they fight about and who's to blame? Sounds like something pretty bad, and both of them, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it could not be more cryptic what is described in this in this blow up, but it's between probably them. bad if it's it between sounds two adult really men. bad. It sounds like they, it, first of all, he says. I have not talked to my son since before your family moved to that house, and it seems like they've been pretty cozy living in that house <laughs> yeah. for, for a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how, wait, you're not communicating with your son over this blow-up. It's just like, it's very, I, 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 it's it's disturbing how, how big a fight this must have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And so Marlene gets inspired by Kevin to not be afraid of apologizing to his family. Right. Kevin has been battling superhero Kevin and mm-hmm. tells him that he needs to connect with his family. Mm-hmm. Super mm-hmm. most important thing, of course. What's, What's your, your point? What's your point? <laughs> Love it. It's my favorite line in the whole movie. He's, he's getting a little fed up with this kid, <laughs> or he's like a little. He's like he's been exposed. I I came over here because you looked like you needed help. Uh, <laughs> um, you're always welcome beautiful. at church. You're always welcome at church. Okay. <laughs> What's he talking about? So I think that also this can, is... wait. Can I just say how beautiful the music in this yes, church is? I agree. These oh, absolutely. Singers are like it's, again. One of the many points in the movie where I'm like, it's worth it just for this, just to give us this like little. As I've grown oh, older, holy night I, have, I have liked, I've, when I was younger, I used to only like the like 1950s Christmas songs, like the Perry Como mm-hmm. stuff, yeah. and like Bing Crosby and Nat King Cole, and now, as I've gotten older, I really like the hymns a yeah. lot more. Like, Oh Holy Night is now maybe my favorite Christmas song. Yeah. That and Judy Garland's Have Yourself a Merry Christmas. Christmas rules. I, uh, as, as, the, uh, as, a, as a Jewish person, Christmas is my absolute favorite holiday <laughs> by, a mil- by a million miles, and I pity any... Jewish American who didn't get to grow up and have Christmas because it's the best. It's all the holidays rolled up in one. It's like it's like it's like you know how like the NFL is like like football is the most popular sport in America and like the second most popular sport is college football. It's like that's <laughs> that's how big football is. It's like that's what Christmas is like. You're just like there's no other game in town. It's like it is it is the holiday. It's well, so great. American holiday. and this movie makes it seem. Even better than it is. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. And I celebrate secular pagan Christmas. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The commercial American, American Christmas. The capitalist yeah. American Yeah, the healthy one that... Yeah, exactly. Which uh, maybe explains uh, Kevin's utter confusion when old man Marley comes over to him and is like, Merry Christmas. Yeah. And Kevin's like, like, what the f***? <laughs> what does church have to do with Christmas? Uh, yeah, it's awesome. Okay, um, so I think this is... Like, when he's preparing his battle plan... This is, to me, must have been the inspiration for the movie we need to talk about Kevin. 
because he's terrifying. He's a... Oh, yeah, he mathematically deduced, like, oh, he'll want to put on the light. I'll connect the iron to that. Mm. It'll take this many steps of tar-covered stairs until the nail gets in the foot, the bare foot. <sighs> and it's, it's not like Home Alone 2 where he would have killed those people five times over. I know, Home Alone 2, I'm not even getting into. I mean, he's throwing bricks from a roof and smacking them in the head <laughs> and <laughs> electrifies them. But, like, in Home Alone 1, it's like... One of those guys could have broken their neck and could have just been like out, like they out in front of Kevin. They all should have broken their necks many oh. times. Can you imagine if I that? <laughs> just a cadaver. Like, just a cadaver. Like, like yeah. frozen to death. And Catherine O'Hara, Catherine O'Hara, 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 O'Hara shows up the next day and their dead Joe Pesci is just slain. With his burned head. I mean, it's it's very disturbing. Oh and it God. also, I have to say, watching it this time, it is the movie. The movie is this final, this finale, this yeah. huge finale. Mm-hmm. But it comes out of nowhere. What is this? Like he's just like there's at no point did we know he was like actually like a like a violent sociopath. It's or like something. Yeah. he gets to an apocalypse now point where he's like, <laughs> yeah. this he's is like, it. I don't, don't get scared now. Don't get scared he's, now. <laughs> He's yeah, it's gone. a war movie. He's yeah. blo- like it's a, the, it is the, the battle. Like it's like or a zombie war. movie. It's like the final yes. assault. But it is. It reminds me so much of like a D Day movie where it's like the yes. order came in and we're f-ing turning out the lights and you're not eating anymore. Like you're right. getting on the plane. Right. To go this die. is my home. I have yeah. to defend it. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's intense. Well, and then That's he, a big jump. He yes. set up From, that very taut line with the bike handlebars for him to escape. Yeah. So he knew he had an escape route. And also, I just want to say that he set up um, glue on a piece of saran wrap <laughs> with a feather, a pile of feathers in front of a fan, yeah, yeah. which is like not going to hurt or slow down anybody and just humiliate them. Yeah, yeah. They must have been. Like, but you've already torched his head. You, right. you burned his brain out. You burned his hand so that it. I looked it up. Oh, you, you couldn't use your hand anymore, obviously, but it would like contract your muscles like <laughs> to a severe degree. Like you might as well just cut off the hand. Maybe. Yeah, I did a full rundown of all the torture porn stuff that happened to both of them. It's Saw. Prequel to Saw. Yeah. But I, I'm, I think I'm a sucker for tactics too. Like yes. my two favorite sequences in movies growing up were this third act of Home Alone and the third act of Saving Private Ryan, which is very similar in a lot of ways. Absolutely, you're gonna say Black Hawk Down. Well, I, the entirety of Black Hawk Down. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, when Marv comes through the window and he's like, "Harry, I'm coming in," and you see the order. <laughs> <laughs> he slams his feet down <laughs> so hard. hard. So his bare feet. <laughs> and then continues to crunch. He's like, ah. <laughs> As so, I promised the premise for this podcast, do you want to read through what yeah, happens? Yeah, so real quick, yeah. this is yeah. what you're here for. Uh, all right. We're so, all scribes. Pesci, BB gun to the nuts, slips on the ice, falls on back, slips again and falls on back, <laughs> burns hand on... Uh, glowing knob, blowtorch to the head. Very satisfying in both cases. Sizzle into the snow. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Yosemite Sam action there. Um, And he gets glued and feathered inside. Marv, BB gun to the forehead. He slips and falls all the way downstairs on ice. Uh, As a bonus, the crowbar falls on his head. Uh, (laughs) He gets an iron dropped 20 feet onto the face. Jesus. And nail in the bare foot with tar going in as well. He falls on the ice again coming out. uh, And barefoot slam down on glass ornaments. Then they both slip on micro machines, fall on their backs. Uh, Pesci loses his gold tooth. When they get smacked by paint cans. Yeah, they each get a paint can to the head. Pesci gets tripwired upstairs. Uh, Mark gets tarantula on the face. And 
hits uh, hits Pesci with the uh, crowbar. In the ribs or sternum. Uh, you Right in the chest. Yeah, uh, yeah they it both should have killed him. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's instant Mas, death. We don't want to. <laughs> Uh, and then they both get dropped from the treehouse rope and smack into uh, the brick side Harry of the house. Pastor Harry is going on the rope with his very burned hand. Yeah, for But real. then, after all of this, a little tap on the back of the head with a shovel is what drops up. <laughs> you just gotta put him to sleep. I mean, honestly, Kevin should have put out, like, two hot mugs of cocoa with, like, sleeping pills in it or something. Yeah. <laughs> if he really wanted to he stop him, you gotta put him to sleep. He should have, like, waited across the street and called the police as soon as they entered the house. Yeah. Yes. yeah, that's all. That's the plan. But you don't know. You're a kid. You think he get? Oh, they can't get our poinsettias. Whatever. Um, so I I read on the IMDb trivia page that why the hell are you dress like a chicken, and maybe he committed suicide. We're both improvised by Daniel. Those Lister. are very funny lines. I heard. Those are I very think funny you lines. told me that uh, there were a lot of like Joe Pesci improvised lines, and they had to reshoot a ton of stuff because he was swearing. Constantly. Yeah, he had to change. Apparently, to, like, both of them. And Apparently, both of, oh, really? both of them could not stop swearing. They <laughs> That's were like, very funny. Yeah. and then there's like one shit that gets through. Yeah, it's like when his I shoe think it's when pulls he gets, off. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that's it. But like. Uh, yeah, apparently both can start well, Stuff like that does matter because movies like this are the kind of things that I would see them growing up and be like, oh, if I heard it in that movie, that means I can say it. Like uh, one time real. I well, screamed I remember... at my brother that he was a bastard because I heard it in Back to the Future. And he was like, you can't say that. And I was like, it's in Back Let's to the Future. Let's see if you <laughs> bastards can do 90. That's what I said. <laughs> um, I remember thinking PG-13 meant you can say a but nothing else. Oh, I see. <laughs> I, yes. I and I don't think Home Alone is PG-13. No, it was before PG-13. Oh, what is it, PG? Was Jurassic Park the first? Gremlins is first PG. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, no, I think this is after This that. must be PG, though. This is certainly PG. I thought PG. Red Dawn was something. Mm. I don't know. NC-17. The theater version where they but all But can you sex. imagine when they were shooting this? They must have come to set one day and just been like, this is not going to work. Like, what are we doing here? There's a bunch of feathers on a... I wasted so much money. <laughs> yeah. Feathers on Joe Pesci. $20 million movie. That, like... We've ruined the house. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. We're going to shoot the scene now where you walk into uh, a flooded sticky house. paper yeah. and yeah. then get feathers blown on you. <laughs> it's like, oh wait, what is, what is this movie about? <laughs> Christmas? So, Kevin <laughs> finally escapes via that bicycle handlebar thing, which is amazing. Kind of almost an E.T. Style oh, for real. Thing. Yeah. And then he hilariously, I used to think this was so funny. Whenever he called him a horse's ass, it was like, Whoa. hey guys, take this out with this giant head <laughs> shears. I was like, yes, this kid gets it. <laughs> um, he run, he like jogs like a little boy over to the Murphys. And this is where the plan really falls apart. It's a second house. How did the wet bandits know which door would be the basement? I guess they did. They like, just, they've already cased that house. Yeah. I've been there. But here's the thing I'm going to bring up. South Bend Shovel Slayer, Obi and Marley, saves the day by slaying them with shovel. Yeah. Oh, they told you right at the beginning what was going to happen. I told wow. you, yeah, yeah. Wow. A lot of rumors that's, going around that's about That's very good. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of people saying stuff about <laughs> What are you talking about? That you're a murderer? Yeah, I guess you are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you certainly know how to wield that shovel. <laughs> <laughs> so, the cops come, finally. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, well, he called them. the police and told them to come to that house, right? Wait, finally. In a fake voice. My name is Murphy. I agree with Rolf. It is real. I, I want to say this, though. When they put Kevin up on that hook, it mm -hmm. is disturbing. Joe Pesci really bit his finger. 
And That's it really is a scar. So really? disturbing yeah. and gross. His plan failed twice. Why are you putting a child once? hand in your mouth? Once when he needed the tarantula that he did not yeah. know was going to be there. The day of sex machina that wasn't a day of sex machina because they did Bust. plant it. Absolutely. And then the other time in the Deus Ex That was really What scary. are they going to do to this kid? Like, it know. is like, that is where the movie is like, kind of like, pretense completely falls apart because it's like these bad guys don't exist like there are no cr- criminals who behave this way they would just like leave or they would like or they're like murderers who would like right, kill, kill for money it's like they're these... gonna snap his cojones off and, and <laughs> what, in motor oil. what are you ta- like, what, are, like what was gonna happen one second before after if shovel slayer never showed up that it's like i have no they, the movie doesn't know he's certainly gonna lose a finger i think yeah. he might have beaten him up you think they would have beaten him within an inch of his life? Was That's what Marley I think. just like standing outside the house, just like thinking about it? Or was he inside his house and he saw them running across the street? Oh, yeah. Like, he was like up him in a uh, super ride. Right. Probably salting the side. Wouldn't the red bandits have seen him <laughs> around crying. keeping watch over the neighborhood? Good question. Yeah, they didn't have him on their scout report. Yeah, he didn't have an electric timer for his cell. <laughs> so Wait, weird. And. So they knocked over his house? No, he's Marley. You're thinking he's Murphy. Murphy. There was, oh, a, there okay, was okay. a good like two-year period when I was like, old man Murphy, oh my god, he is the neighbor, he is what a... But Marley, also, I think, is next door. Murphy's are across the street. Also, here's, okay. like, here's an old man who lives so close to you that you can see his house in your window. You don't know his phone number? Well, we talked about when he's it was He's not on. nice to his children. There's the point right, right before like the full third act onslaught where he's walking home past the like happy neighborly <laughs> yeah. family mm-hmm. celebrating right. before right. Christmas. They don't know any of their numbers. Or, right, and he could so easily have gone up and said like, yes. I need help. It, it, it truly <laughs> is. That the, the he could have gone thing. to the choir director at the church. He could have told the police officer who chased him. Well, he doesn't, again, in the reality of the movie, he does not think there's something wrong. Like, he's, like, living... He, he thinks his wish came true. This is my reality. This is his reality yeah. now. I'm not telling uh, the Yeah. And but, he lives in a 1% world where people are supposed to just help him. He shouldn't yes. need to ask for That's it. That's 100% yeah. true. Yeah. So, the wet bandits get taken away. Kevin's like, this is awesome. <laughs> From his window. Yeah. What did he say? This is so cool. Or yeah. Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think just police. Doesn't, doesn't, yeah, stuff. Yeah. doesn't stick around and give a statement. No, because he doesn't want to be involved in the police report, which I agree with. But then he fully cleans up the entire mess, and we see yeah. none of it except for one gold tooth. Also, and except for the tooth and Buzz's entire wait, room. So, <laughs> so wait a second. They cut. They. I know we're running low, but he, old man Marley, knocks these two guys out and says, "Let's get you home." And like what? Drops him off at the house and like after he's been violently attacked by these two criminals and he's just like my job is done here. Yeah, well you get to set out some cookies and carrots. (laughs) That cut does so much work. And next thing you know, he's just looking out the window. What happened? Only in his like robe. Yeah, only Molly just went home, he's like, Well, my job's dead. Have a good night. Gotta go home and drink a gallon of whiskey. (laughs) Yeah, I better call my son and apologize. Gotta go soak these bodies. Yeah. He he did do that, but it's like Could you imagine? if your dad were estranged from your grandpa and your grandpa would come and like secretly like watch your choir practices and you're like weird uh, not appropriate hi grandpa I'm not sure if I should hug you or not like yeah. yikes weird. anyways I'm glad Marley made up with his son that night at 10pm or whatever <laughs> uh-huh. although let's see it happens at 9 o'clock it's probably around 10 10.30 when it happens yeah Christmas. You could call the next morning too. Christmas Eve, people stay up all night. Actually, we know Catholics are going to midnight mass for sure. 
What's that? We know old man Marley didn't have plans that night. Well, you know he just salt the streets with mummies songs. Yeah, I just, had, like to take his, just had to take his band-aid off. Ah, Hugh. Um... And then we get this intercut with John Candy's other scene where he's improvising oh, this thing yeah, about yeah. his kid that he left at the funeral home. Unbelievable. Uh, we also get like a great little vulgar rendition of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Oh, yeah, that wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Candy's fake playing the clarinet. I love that. And he's like, play it, play it, play it. It's so yeah. gross. <laughs> you can't just play clarinet yeah. Yeah. Try it, play. try it. He tries to it three, three times. Try I love it, it though. That's, no, funny. Okay. That's funny stuff. Nobody's funny like that. No, he's the best. Um, <laughs> candy. Anything else we're missing? Uh, well, Mom comes home. Let's see. Mom comes home. Well, we have this fake out. The next morning is Christmas morning. It's Friday. And Kevin thinks maybe since he talked to Santa's helper... And he protected the house and everything. Maybe his mom will be there right. and his family. And she's not. What a bummer. Mm-hmm. Like, what? He probably should, like, be about to kill himself. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I get it, I guess. But I don't know what the point of doing that is. And, like, what kind of message they're Just drawing to say. out the fake. Like, he has to no, take ex- getting let's grace. Let's get this. Take uh, defeating grace. You can feel this movie just like, we gotta get this thing over with. What's mm-hmm. going on? Here? Like... That fake out was, I think it's just a last little bit of tension. But right. it, it really is effective. I mean, it is a beautiful Oh, yeah. And then for the mom to come in is just like, I mean, what would your mom do if she came in the house after leaving you at home? She'd be like, yeah, God, God, you know, like. She'd be like screaming and like, crying. Ah, like, like, yeah. It's, yeah, and cr- it's, crying for sure. Instead, it's this. She's like, yeah. oh, Merry oh. Christmas, sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he isn't like. No, he like pretends to be mad at her for a second and then he's happy. Like, I don't know what to make of that, but it was very well acted. I just don't understand it. You know what's interesting? I think of them both being so good in this movie, and they are. They're both incredible. But them together is not really hot potatoes. It is like they are they are kind of weird together. It's like two very strong magnets of like the same polarity and it's like you're both great, but together... Like, That's why the early stuff works so well, because they're kind of pushing away from each other, and you're like, good, good, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then, get, get serving you, you Yeah, and then at the end they come together, and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> she does look like she's about to cry when they're hugging, which is nice. Yeah. And then Kevin's kind of sad that the rest of the family didn't make it, because he thought his whole family disappeared. She's like, they were on the front... They, they couldn't make it, and it turns out they took the Friday flight that nobody I wanted. I love that reveal. Oh, that's a great that reveal. That she, yeah. They she, all took the Friday flight. Yeah. Oh, I like Christmas. that. But I like that her journey had nothing to do with getting there earlier. Like, it was just about the effort of going through it. She like, must have been waiting at the airport for so long. Mm-hmm. She figured it out on Tuesday, and she didn't get home till Friday. Sucks. Oof. Well, and also, she gets home, and she's like, oh, we gotta go shopping. We don't even have milk. We don't even have milk. And he's like, well, I got... Milk, eggs, and fabric softener. And it's like, okay, but we need to have Christmas dinner for seven people, Kevin. (laughs) It's Christmas, Kevin. We have to buy a turkey. I also think it's insane. We do still have to go shopping. Well, she's also, they pivot pivot so quickly from, like, Kevin's ordeal to, like, getting food and milk for, like, you know, there's milk. It's been one minute, like, like, what did he do for for a week? Like, they don't even talk to him. And he would literally be, like, walk me through every second of what you did. What happened? Mostly just Just hang around. Yeah, all right, cool. We got to get some milk. Hilarious. Oh, my God. Sounds like Colin. Pretty cool you didn't bring the place down. That's the nice thing you I don't know if they mentioned this in a sequel because I've only seen it like once. But like, didn't they hear from their neighbors? Like, you guys didn't hear? There was a big kerfuffle. 
Yeah. Murphy's uh, house got robbed and flooded. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. there were like six police cars on the street. Two cadavers in the well, no one's truly multiple houses on the street got flooded and robbed. Yeah, yeah that's that's true. Uh, oh god. And the last thing we see is Marley reuniting with his son and granddaughter. His hand is healed, and mm-hmm. he waves at Kevin through a snowy window. It. And then uh, the final full shock, Macaulay Culkin. Uh-huh. What did you do to my room? Yeah. Hell yeah, I've trashed it. Yeah, I also. <laughs> and now Buzz is gonna beat him within an inch of his life. For and real. there's a trash loose in the house. And there's somewhere. a gold and, and Joe <laughs> Joe Petty's gold tooth. I also love that Kevin did <laughs> that good a job cleaning everything up, and there's still like a tooth just in the middle of the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. Well, Which, he wants him to know. When the dad picks that up, I think. All three of you were like, oh, clean that off. Yeah, give it a rinse. Joe Pesci's mouth. Joe Pesci don't floss. (laughs) What's this this stinky gold thing? (laughs) (laughs) Smells like bad breath. (laughs) Guys, that's Home Alone. Damn. That was our first family reunion, non-Jersey Shore related content. I think it went really well. I think it did too. Ooh. Let us know in the comments. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> yeah, give us a couple five-star reviews. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know in your five-star review how you feel about it. <laughs> yeah. You can find us on Instagram at Jersey Shore Family Reunion, on Twitter at Family Reunion, and on Gmail at FamilyReunion at gmail.com. No, Jersey Shore Family Reunion at gmail.com. And also become a patron. You'll get extra bonus content, and you'll feel good, too. Including a little connection from Home Alone to Jersey Shore. If you're missing that, Britney, you're like, hey... I love Jersey Shore. What are these guys doing talking about Home Alone? And Home Alone is great and everything, but it's not, uh, you know, what I got into this for. Right. We got an answer yeah, for you. Yeah, we got an answer for you. <laughs> so in the meantime, have yourselves a merry little Christmas. Absolutely. Please do. And engage with us. <laughs> <laughs> love you guys. All right, bye. <laughs>